Okay, I'll mess this up. You, you guys ready? You, re you want me to try it? This is good. Everyone, right. uh, F's and uh, F's. F's and Chad. I need the F's. <laughs> F's and Chad for uh, Tim killing the uh, the intro here. <sighs> tell me one. Tell me one. Really? Tell me one. I mean, I'll mess up, and then you could take no, over. Yeah, but... yeah, no, no, you you do it. This, this will be fun. Um, I've got everything going, so really, whenever you're ready, Tim. Hey guys, welcome back to FamCast. This is episode 46. I'm joined by my good friend Steak Sauce, aka Trevor. That's me. <laughs> and Riley, aka The Brain. Hey, what's up everybody? And we are here today to talk about you, good sir. Me? Yeah, you, right there <laughs> in the middle, Riley, yeah. It's How's disorienting, because on my phone I'm in the middle, but but on Discord I'm, I'm on the side. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Every time I glance at my phone, I'm like, wait, what's going on? Where am I? Where am I? So, um, I personally, Trevor, I don't know how much you know Riley, but I personally know Riley. Uh, I've known, geez, Riley, I mean, it's been 10 years, right? I mean, something yeah, close to that. Yeah. Um, I've I've known Riley for quite a while. I, he was, uh, he worked at GameStop when I worked at GameStop. Um, and in Piqua at the time, there were there were two GameStops, and they were like almost right beside each other. To be honest with you, they were pretty, one was in the one was in the Piqua Mall, and one was right in the right by the Walmart. Yeah, right? basically across the street. Right. So. <laughs> so they were right there. So they decided that was a dumb idea. Who would have thought? And because we all know how lively the Piqua Mall is these days. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and they also decided that since I worked at the other one, it was the better one. So they shut down the one that Riley worked at. <laughs> Um, yeah. And me being such a nice and generous person, I was like, we should get Riley to come to ours. He seems like a swell person. There's no way he's going to ruin two GameStops. <laughs> so we brought wow. him over. And we became like the besties of besties there. We were the, I, I feel like we were the only people who like, like when we worked there, we, I, when we worked together, it was always fun. We always Absolutely. talked about the most random stuff. Because we always had the same opinions on like GameStop, um, it, it, yeah. So, They're not I'm good opinions, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I think we're we're all in similar company there since yeah. we're all we're all ex GameStop, so yeah. right. Um, we all know what it's like. And something that kind of flourished from that friendship, for as temporary as it was while I was a part of it, uh, me and Riley kept talking about wanting to do like a. Uh, like a podcast or something, because you did something before Average Geeks, didn't you, Riley? I think you were telling right. me about it. Yeah, I was actually uh, had started co-started a podcast called the Game Short Podcast. Right. With uh, with a buddy, my guy that I had met online, and I think that was back. Wow, that was we were pushing two hundred two hundred episodes by the time I think that you and I had met. Um, and so we had done that, and that was we had we'd bounced around from a to a couple different sites we started with our own and then we um joined another site that had started uh with our podcast and um then as as that kind of kind of grew and we all started kind of doing our own things the the other guy that started it actually writes for gamestop now our video at does video editing mm. for gamestop really so game spot game spot oh, not oh i was like wow well, that's Sorry, an interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah no the one that's not run by satan um, so, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we, we were doing that and I was just, I mean, you and I, Tim had talked about just some of kind of the frustrations and stuff of moving from site to site and, and sort of the lack of control and, and creative a lot of times that, you know, we were kind of under being parts of other sites. Right. 
And so I think that's kind of what started it was just like, man, it would be nice if we could, you know, just kind of do our own thing and have our own creative outlet for that kind of yep. stuff. No, and, and that was so, and, and Riley introduced me to a lot of things. He introduced me to Game Twerp and that stuff. He introduced me to Tricky and, uh, 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 oh my God, Proven Gamer. Um, mm -hmm. I actually was writing for Proven Gamer for a little bit um, because Riley got me introduced to that and I did that. And that was a fun little ride. Um, but then we decided to try to do our own thing, correct? Yep. Um, and I don't, I, I, it was definitely you who came up with the name because um, I didn't because I couldn't come up with a name to save my life. <laughs> Nothing new right. there. <laughs> well, um, I mean, we had been like texting back and forth and bouncing names off of each other, and and nothing was really sticking. And then one night, I was I was sitting in class, um, the college class, one of the college classes I was going to, and I was like, oh my god, like I came up with the name Average Geeks, and I looked it up, and lo and behold, like it wasn't taken, it wasn't already a thing, um, because everything that we had talked about was, oh well, that's already already in use, and. Uh, actually, fun fact: when we when we called GoDaddy, um, initially we set up through GoDaddy, and when we right. called them to uh, to purchase the um, the name, uh, the guy was like, "Wow, that's not already taken!" <laughs> like <laughs> the guy from GoDaddy was like, "Holy crap, that's available!" So. Yeah, and it's it was a great name. I still love the name Average Kings. I think that's just yeah. it's it rolls off the tongue well. It's one of those game. It's one of those names that you'll remember. It makes sense. And and, and the nice thing about you know it being Average Geeks is geeks can mean many things. It's not just a it's not just a one name title, right? So I really right. I really liked how that name sounded and how it worked. So we did that. So me and Riley did that for a little bit. We had a couple other people on with us, and honestly, I'm not even a hundred percent sure what happened. Uh, like I, I still look back and I'm just like, it kind of just as unfortunate as it is to say kind of fell apart. Right. I mean, is that the best yeah. way to, I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, part of it was, and like I've, you know, it's not my first rodeo we've been, I've done this a lot through game twerp and good God, I could go over the stories of, of all the, the things that we went through the iterations before we found our core game twerp crew. Um, and so, I mean, you always have, kind of have that growing pain and shifting of, of personnel and people, people coming and going, oh, people that are super excited, but then when it comes down to, you know, kind of where the rubber meets the road, people, oh, well, I've got these, I've got, you know, I've got this, I've got that, I can't show up, I can't do, oh, yeah, I right. can write, but then they never turn anything in. Um, yep, yep, So I, I mean, that, a, a lot of it was just growing pains. And, I mean, before that, even before I was as Game Tour, I used to, to write for a site uh, called Uncle Gamer. Um, and... I was, I was working nights at the time, so I had a lot of free time, and I was pumping out articles for them constantly. Um, in fact, that's how I became a writer for them. I was constantly sending them stuff, and they're like, you know what, why don't we just bring you on staff? Um, because you're constantly sending us stuff. And so even when we were looking to start Average Geeks as, as its own website at the time, um, I was like, oh, yeah, I used to do that all the time, no problem. And, you know, I was just as guilty as everybody else of – Oh yeah, I'll write X amount and 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 not writing anything. I right. think for a while the only person that was actually generating content was was our friend Elliot. Right. And I mean he was doing it was really great content, but he got kind of burnt out because he was carrying the load for everyone else. Right. And so it's that that's a balance that you always have to strike when when you're doing that and there's always growing pains and, and shifting personnel. And I mean so that's what it was. And then. Um, you know, after a while, it just like, you know, then it kind of got down to where it was just Tim, uh, myself and a friend of ours, Brandon, 
And, you know, we were trying to do this, and it was just always – part of it was just trying to get people together. And Because right. even with three people, I mean, it's difficult to get – you know, to set up like a weekly podcast to do something. Right. You know, because we kind of oh, no. kept scaling back, scaling back um, to just something. Like we had kind of let the website go, but we were still, you know, putting out the podcast through Libsyn. And it was just one of those things where you have to have people that are dedicated. Tim, I will say, was always – you know, whenever say the word and I'll be there, but you know, it didn't, it didn't fall on Tim's shoulders to, to set it up. That was, that was on me. Now, you know, Brandon, he, he would be there most of the time, every now and again, he'd have conflicts. Um, I mean, a lot of that fell on me because, and I mean, I know we're going to, this is why I'd said something about talking about Hellblade later. Um, ah. uh, because, um, and I, I finally, I think you and, and Brandon, when I sent out that, that message to you guys, and, you know, I just said, look, this is kind of the stuff that I've been going through is I had been battling um, like depression and anxiety. And and so it was one of those things where uh, you get in this mindset where you just you don't want to do anything like it's just it's impossible to motivate. And like I've learned a lot about it now that I'm like diagnosed and I'm you know working through that. But like that, you know, I, I so I messaged you guys. I think you guys were the first two that I really admitted. I was just like, hey, look. This is what I'm going through. I'm sorry that I'm constantly flaking out on you guys. And it just kind of became one of those things where, you know, then, then you know, Tim had kind of started doing other stuff because Tim was, like, all about it and wanting to do something and needed that creative outlet. And I did, too. I just wasn't in a space where I could, like, keep it rolling. Um, but like Tim said, I was really – I really fell in love with that Average Geek's name, so yeah. I wanted to hold on to that. So as I was kind of – mulling that over and you know still still have the the you know own the name um then i got to talking with one of my co-workers uh at the bookstore where i work at now and you know she kind of got the the itch the same the same thing that i saw in tim behind the counter at GameStop. <laughs> I was like hmm well what if you know maybe like she didn't want to like be like hey let's 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 do this but um it was kind of one of those things where we were working like every saturday the conversation would come around so i got to you know kind of thinking well you know, something that I don't want to give up on. I still want to, you know, try to, to push forward with. And so that's when we kind of switched over. I was like, what if we just start streaming? Because I figured that would be something where it's not, it's not as labor intensive as doing a podcast where you've got to sit down every week. And I mean, people that come in, it looks super simple and it sounds all oh, great. Like the level of like editing and, you know, beyond the fact of coordinating schedules, like the level of editing and to put out and especially like i as an editor I've, i stopped doing the editing on games work because i was so much of a perfectionist it would take forever um so i mean but you know as content creators you want to put out the best that you can and yeah. that um so then you know that in addition to trying to get every you know everybody together you know and if you have three or four hosts it just it multiplies um, so then that, and then you add in like a jacked up brain chemistry that just like, it's impossible to motivate yourself to do anything. Right. Um, and it's, it's really, you know, it was tough. So I thought, well, you know, if streaming, I'm going to be sitting on my butt most of the evenings playing video games anyways. And so why not just, you know, it's something. And again, just kind of throw stuff at the wall. You know, what I am always saying to Megan, my, my partner in crime over at, um, on our Twitch channel is just you know, throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. And if it works well, it does. If not, it's no big deal. And um, to just keep doing, you know, to keep doing something. Right. And um, so, I mean, that's that's kind of how the, 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 the Twitch channel came about is we decided to just 
kind of do it because that way I knew I wasn't committing to a podcast where if I started feeling crummy, I wasn't going to be letting people down again with that. And I figured that it would be a way to ease into it with full intention of, you know, expanding that out into whatever. And I don't know what that'll look like, but you know, as a first step, absolutely. And so then, especially after kind of talking to Tim about that and, you know, with what you guys are doing, and you know the the sense of community and and networking and whatnot. I was like, that's 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 how it's done. I mean, I've I've been you know with pod, I've done a lot of podcasts and I've kind of been around the scene as it were for a while, uh, a long while actually when I think about it. And it's like that's always the key thing. That's I've seen a lot of podcasts like come and go, and succeed and fail. And it it always succeeds on that that networking and the just being willing to try things. And so, I mean, but that's kind of how, you know, I was like, well, I'll just start with this. And, you know, Megan, my, my coworker that, uh, you know, she also streams and stuff with me. She is, has been a massive help because she is super great about keeping things on track. She's got that fire just like Tim does of, oh, let's try this. I want to do this. But she's one of the few people on the planet that can motivate me without feeling like I'm being nagged or like <laughs> without making me feel bad. Right. Because that's the thing, like, especially dealing with depression, it's like one of those things that if somebody bails on, you know, on the podcast, like, oh, hey, I can't do it, you know, or if you have to, or for whatever reason, you know, then you kind of feel like, oh, man, I'm in trouble now, or, you know, like, you right. know, like a, a, you know, a scolded dog, and yeah. you're like, you know, and, you know, so that just becomes like a, you know, it just, it just keeps perpetuating itself, but, yeah. like, she's been really great about, hey, we need to get back in, and never coming across as, like, you know, oh, well, you've screwed something up. Um, which, which is a massive, a massive thing for me because like I'm beating myself up like the whole time when, when like Tim and Brandon and I, even when we scaled back to the podcast and we're trying to do stuff, I was constantly, every time I had to cancel, most of the time it was just cause I was not in a good place to be able to do it. And I was, would beat myself up. So I'd send that text out. Hey guys, sorry, something came up, whether that was true or not. The <laughs> truth comes out. Uh, now I know. You know All right, we got I would him, say, guys. And I would beat myself up and make myself feel even worse, which made it even harder to like commit to the next time. Right, right. So, um, but yeah, I like this has been really good. Now we haven't been streaming for a while. Megan was was moving house, has moved house mm. a couple times, and so we're kind of getting ready to do a bit of a relaunch because I've been having. Uh, you know, been not feeling so great. I'm working with my doctor still to get stuff sorted. So I've, you know, been in a major, I don't, I don't want to do anything. It's rough right. um, here and there. Like I was telling, um, I think I was telling Enders tonight. I was like, man, I'm on this, this podcast with, uh, you know, with the fam guys and I'm like super excited, but I also totally don't want to do it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but I'm, I, I want to, because like, it's, you know, like, First of all, I love you guys to death. And also, I was like, you know, I, I want to do this to kind of, you know, force myself to, to get out there and kind of kick myself in the ass to do it just because, you know, for my own well-being. Right. And, you know, and also I was like, well, I know we're going to talk about Hellblade to kind of get some of that out. And that always is, is very cathartic for me. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, you know, and, and once we're rolling, like I'm feeling great now, but I was just like, oh, my God. It's that Nine getting there, right? In. It, it is. It totally is. And that's like, yep. that's, a, that's a huge hurdle. No, and I get that. Um, and, and that was one of the big things uh, that I was going to say that I was, I was honestly, I, I don't want to use the word surprised, but I, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess maybe that's the right word. Because when, when, 
when Average Geek, for a lack of better words, died. I, I don't know, you know, because I mean, yeah. I mean, again, lack of better words, because it just kind of stopped for a yeah, long, it long while. Absolutely right? fizzled out. Yeah. Right. Um, I, it was kind of the timing of that happened, and then I was hanging out with with Trey and Trevor, and they they talked about doing the same thing, starting something mm -hmm. up, and and fam came about. And I was like, oh, that's great. Okay, blah blah blah. And it was great to see that not too long later, not too long later. That's a sentence somewhere. Um, <laughs> that. I saw that you were still doing Average Geeks, or you brought it back, and and, mm -hmm. and and granted, yes, it was just a streaming service, but it was something. The name wasn't dead, because right. and, and I was so happy to see that because I thought the name was great. I, I I loved you. I loved everything about the whole thing that we were doing, and I, I was hoping that something. I didn't want you to lose the the passion right. to want to do it, right? So I was happy to see that you were still doing something, and still one of my favorite things I've done. At, in fam was the collaboration me and you had with the i mean i know it was only with one game out, yeah. but a way out that was such a fun time for me because a i haven't yeah. got to play anything with you in a long time yeah and for sure. i think we have a really interesting chemistry uh when it comes to <laughs> games especially co-op game yeah. like that yeah um, for sure and it was just it was fun it was fun to play it was fun to have fam and average geeks side by side two places that uh two 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 i don't know what you want to call them communities uh, communities great word yeah uh that i was both a part of just like together doing this thing, and it was a lot of fun. Like I personally had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Um, now, Trevor. The... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was just gonna say I think that's one of the cool things about um, uh, about what what both of us try and do. Um, you know, is just like you mentioned networking and, and just kind of playing with different people. Because um, like you and you and um, Riley might have one one sort of chemistry, but then you and Zach have a completely different <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> so it, it's it's cool to see how how different streamers interact with each other because um, that leads to like different forms of content that might appeal to different people. Um, mm -hmm. Plus it, it helps everyone get get their name out there too. Like we're helping build each other up. Um, you know, the fam grows, average geeks grow, um, and everyone benefits from it. And right. we're all having fun at the same time, which yeah. is what really matters. Now, Trevor, kind of kind of stepping this back a few steps back to the yep. GameStop days. Huh. Did, oh, you, God. did you know did you guys ever collaborate at GameStop that you can remember me and Riley yes um I, yeah I think we had like a maybe one shift together something. yeah because it was it might have been like during the holidays where we had to bring on extra help because I got pushed and, to Troy I remember yeah, that when, when that you was, came on that was after I left was that after you left oh that's right because that's yeah. when yeah never mind that's yeah. right it was after you left, left. So. that's when I left yeah, yes left. Yeah. Of my own, my own free will. Right. I, I remember. I, I remember when when Trevor was coming on to to take over the store. I think, like I said, I think we might have worked a shift or, or so together. But then, um, like you were coming in to, to 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 run the store, and I was having my uh, oh, what was it? The like the my yearly review or whatever mm. with the um, with Alex. Oh yeah, had, yeah. Uh, and so like I was, I'm like, okay, the new man, the new manager kids here, um, <laughs> <laughs> right. with, with, the, uh, with the current manager kid because I'm like you know massively older than either. And <laughs> so like you know you were just kind of there to observe, and Alex is going on about, oh yeah, like you did really great with this customer and blah blah blah, and because I, I had helped him out, she's going on. I'm thinking, all right, good. And that was, I think, the last shift that I ever had. I'm like, Trevor never settled with me. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> never. But, I mean, granted, in Trevor's defense, 
what corporate was only giving us like 40 hours a week to staff the whole store. Which oh, was, yeah, it was know, terrible. It was ridiculous. It was rough. Like there, I remember having to do shifts like basically from open to like 5 p.m. by myself. And then we'd have like yeah. someone else coming to close it. It was especially bad. at that store, especially yeah. that store. I know Tim had oh, to do yeah. a lot of shifts by himself that too. That store was definitely the redheaded stepchild. Yeah. Of the oh store. my god! <laughs> right. Well, it's just like, oh, here's 90 hours. By the way, 40 of those have to go to your ASM. So really, you have 50 hours to split between <laughs> yeah. your SGA and your four other reps. Got to be. Yeah. Make That's... sure that you have someone to open the store and close the store. Right. Um, and you have like 10 hours between having an actual game advisor somewhere right. in there. Yeah, so that's fun. that's that's the reality of GameStop, folks. With chats, you guys that are <laughs> they're watching is like it's fun if you're doing it just to need the money and you can like do it and honestly and, not and for care. fun, right? But, it's fun if you um, go there for fun. Yeah, it it ceases to be fun really quick, especially if you need the hours or like you know, <laughs> even as a manager. The reason they said that you know Trace was talking or Trevor was talking about doing open to close is because the store manager's hours don't count. They expect right. the store manager to just. <laughs> fill in open yep. close holidays whatever and it's not <laughs> so yeah it's yeah <laughs> i'll never forget the one time that i i was late for some reason i think it might have been coming from columbus and nick was supposed to show up that day um i opened the store like it was either half an hour or an hour late Nick's so i'm getting out of my yeah, sorry, Nick's the district manager. Um, so we're wa I'm walking up to the door, and Nick's walking up at the exact same time. There's a line out the door. It's oh, like oh, oh, oh. It, it was not a good start at all. No. Not and, at and all. I won't say much about Nick, but Nick is not the Nick is not a chill person at all. I don't. No. <laughs> I, um, I don't think Nick could spell chill if you spotted him the hill. No. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, so. But it, like you mentioned, it is a. I would not recommend GameStop as an employer at an entry level point. Correct. Um, just because you're at most, you'll get five hours a week. Correct. Yeah. Um, so. But if you're going uh, to high school, you know anything like right. that, like. It's like, it's a great. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. You sit there, Check. you you stock shelves, and you talk about video games. Like legit, that's right. what you do. Yeah. So for for a, for a high schooler, even a college person looking for part time, it's perfect. Yes. But and I, I guarantee it's not the dream job that you think it is. Yeah, no, it, is it always it always looks it, a lot it, better it, than it, what it is. Yeah, it depends greatly on on your coworkers and, and managers. Yeah. yeah, that is the thing. Like like yeah. when I worked with like Trev, like we had a great time. We didn't really we get had a, a day. Blast. It was oh my gosh. it was fantastic. We may have done some things we weren't supposed to, but that doesn't matter. It was still a fun time. Uh, <laughs> right. Like it was, it was I, a great. I time. made sure to I made sure to take care of my my ASM at least. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> yeah. if if Tim was happy, then then the store was happy. And I'm he hard was, to please. Right, because Tim was really I, I came into the store not knowing anyone, and Tim was the one that everyone still knew. So I knew that if I didn't if I didn't win Tim over, I wasn't gonna have you know anyone else's buy in. So had to have Tim believe in me to have everyone else believe in me. The best part um, was when Trevor. <laughs> this was before you got the store manager position. You came yeah. in and secret shopped us, and I totally called it out. So we acted like the best employees in the world. <laughs> Trevor came in, had no idea that I I totally spotted him out. Yeah, and we acted like we were just we were on point. Like this, this, and this, and reserve this, and a power up card. It was good. Power, power up card. You want, you want the power up card? Mm -hmm. Um. And Trevor and left, and, and you were goes, asking because uh. I I was looking around and you asked me you started like talking to me about like games and stuff I'm like 
this is good. Like he's yeah. he's actually like engaging, trying to get me to pre-order something. This is this is a solid dude right here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was I apparently you. not. Yeah, I don't know how you cut. Well, I guess probably because you saw me from the interview. I mean, your your friend was Alex. I definitely knew who you were. What does that mean? Well, I, I your best like she was like one of your best friends, right? Yeah. And she was my boss. I knew who you were. <laughs> like, she but I'd never been ever, to that store before. She had, like she doesn't ever have a photo of you. Oh yeah. Um, but no, like uh, it was it was just funny because uh, I just I, I thought that was funny. But anyway, getting back to Riley and yeah. and average geeks. I would, b- before that, though, I'd just like to point out, so, so Tim sniffs out that, that Trevor's a secret shopper, hmm. but Tim, well, in all fairness, Tim and I both missed the, uh, the secret shoppers that came in and stuffed a couple <laughs> of these down their pants. That's, that's a true statement. <laughs> that was a very, that, and that, yep, accurate, yeah. 100% accurate. Yes. We, we both, they were, there's like two or three of them. They came in and were chatting with us and then we got called in the next day and yeah. they showed us the thing and the dude, like they had, yeah. we had a floor stack of used Wii's and they like shoved two Wii's down, the down their pants. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stretchy pants. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely happened. It was, Yikes. yeah, that was, that was a bad day at the office for sure. <laughs> it was, oh, yeah. uh, I didn't, yeah, that was, oof. That was definitely bad days. Riley also punched me while we worked at GameStop. I did. Decent, the only decently, time I've ever punched a coworker. Decently, <laughs> decently hard. He, yeah. he, and it was, it was. There's no hesitation. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. I was just like we were sitting. So for the longest time, Riley told me to play Journey. Journey, Journey. Um, for the longest time, he told me to play Journey. He's like Tim, you need to play Journey. You need to play Journey. I was like, oh yeah, I get to it. And he told me, look, very specific rules. When you play it, sit down and finish it. It's right. a two-hour experience. Just finish the game in one setting. It's not one of those games you want to pick up five minutes later, ten minutes later. You just sure. play it. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And I bought it, and I just I never got around to it. But one time I did get around to it, and I played like twenty minutes of it, which was what Riley told me not to do. So we're we're sitting there. And there's a customer, and yeah. there's thankfully it was there. regular. Yeah, it was a it was there's a customer, regular customer comes in, and Riley's up at the counter taking care of him, getting his games ready, and I don't even know what brought it up, but Riley's like, "Hey, have you uh, have you played Death or Journey yet?" And I was like, oh, "I played it for like 20 minutes," and he just instantly, zero hesitation, turned around, and it was like fast too, held my arm and just just like whack, and then just turned around and went without it with his business. And I'm just like, yeah. "What just happened?" <laughs> Oh, and thankfully it was one of the regular customers. So although that wasn't a regular occurrence, he was just like, yeah, he deserved that. <laughs> the customer was on my side. That's awesome. Is, is, yeah, it was an interesting, interesting was, day. I don't know Lots. if you guys feel the same after working at GameStop for, for quite some time. Being able to check out games and, and play them is, you know, is really we could play whatever we wanted to without right. having to buy anything, which was a, right. a nice perk. But did right. you... Did you guys get burnt out on video games to where you felt like you couldn't enjoy them because you worked around them so much? At least not to the same extent as when you didn't work at GameStop. Um, me personally, I don't think I ever got that far. Um, no. I mean, just because I played games and I love games and games were games were games and I, 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 I thank God, do really good at when I leave work, I leave work. Yeah. So I tend to not take work with me as best as possible. So... I always were, was amped up to play video games, but this is also because I didn't have a social life outside of work either. So that that's my personal experience. I don't know about Riley, but that was me personally. Yeah, I I didn't so much, but at the time I was sort of in a bit of a, a, a trophy chase with my brother-in-law. So I would use that as 
to, to keep buffering my lead. Um, nice. But I, I think, I, I wouldn't say that I ever really got burnt out. I was on it because there was always, I, I felt like I had maybe my finger on the pulse a little bit more then because I was constantly researching new stuff that was coming out, you know, like we would hear about stuff. I mean, there have been points where I've this been kind true. of, kind of burnt out, but it was there. That was like one of the things that, you know, out of, you know, even when things were like really crummy and, you know, you've got corporate, you know, chomping your ass and stuff. That was one thing that really, that was always the fun part of my job. You know, it's like that was, you would fall back at least, yeah, you know, right. we, we can still, you know, we sort of have this, you know, as, as a buffer because it's, it's video games. Right. Um, but yeah, that was, I don't think I ever, I never really felt that. Although one negative I did is occasionally I would check out a game to see if it was something that I would want to buy and I would play a good chunk of it. And then when I would buy it, I was like, man, I don't want to play through all this again. <laughs> or it was so long, like uh, Ratchet and Clank, a crack, a crack in Time. I played a good chunk of that. So then when I bought the game and I went to start it, it had been quite a while. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing and I right. don't want to start over. But I can't continue on because I have no idea at all about the mechanics anymore. Right. <laughs> Uh, and for those of you who haven't caught it yet, um, Riley has a son, and his son is is a very big person in our community as well. Does anyone know what? who that person might be at all? Has anyone caught on to who who Riley's son is? This is a huge. Is it you? No, oh, I, know, <laughs> I wish. No, no. It, that is Ender's. You, you weren't Ender's... supposed to tell him that, Trevor. That's a secret. Right. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um Enders is Enders is how old is Enders now? Fifteen? He is fifteen. Fifteen. Enders is fifteen. We could have talked about that on, you know, his his turn last week or whatever, but you know, we're gonna talk about it now. The, well see, that's because in the community he's way more known than I am, so they'd have been like, Why the hell do we care about Enders dad? Who the is that? <laughs> Ender's dad. Now it's like, oh, his kid's Ender's. We know, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would be so, like if you're interviewing like Michael Jordan, you don't, you know, or Tiger Woods, you don't ask them about their dad. But, you know, if you right. have their dad on, you damn sure ask about <laughs> But right. you, you, you got to talk about him, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. There is a time when we worked at GameStop, and I'll never forget it, because Ender's is a very creative person. I don't know Absolutely. how much people know of his creative side. Like, I know a lot of people see his gaming and, and, and how good he is at like Overwatch and, and his, his skills in that department and his editing and stuff. But Enders is very creative with a pen and paper too. He's very he's just he's just an artistic person in in, in general, right? Mm -hmm. So he came in one day during Borderlands Two launch and made it was self made, right? This whole yeah, clock we trap, worked on that like, for a while, but yeah. This he wore a this 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 whole claptrap like outfit and it was that's awesome, fantastic. Yeah, like, he even rigged up. Um, he had a, a a phone that had the uh, claptrap soundboard on it, so mm -hmm. he could actually. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, do the lines. So when he, we had him, we took him into the back to to let him get get it on. So then he comes out and he hits the button. He's like, "Hi there, neighbor." Yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> that's great. really cool. It was, it was fantastic. That was that was probably my favorite thing about GameStop was always the midnight launches. Like, yeah, for sure. I would, yeah, I would work at GameStop just to do the midnight launches and check out games and get a discount. But mainly the midnight launches. Like, <laughs> those were just fun. And I think a lot of that, again, has to be the people you work with, right? So, like, Trevor, I know we had a blast. Riley, I know we had a good time. Like, Oh, yeah. This is fun. I remember the Borderlands 2 watching Huber. Um, 
I'm pretty sure what I did wasn't probably legal. Um, <laughs> Cause I set up a merch booth and sold these posters. Um, and then some other ones that I made, um, like for like money. So I'm oh. like, sit so like actually selling them and making money while I'm making money. Um, no one so, knew that until now, Trevor. Just so yeah, you know. Well, what are they going to do for me? <laughs> oh. I think as long uh, as you weren't uh, selling them for trade credit, you're okay. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Just have like a little like chip scanner, like uh, you know, loading yeah. it up with uh, with credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I've got a whole six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. midnight launches were definitely the the best part. I. Mm. I don't think I will ever forget our Battlefield and Assassin's Creed 4 midnight launch. When, like, no one was there? Nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. And it was weird. I, I thought we did something wrong because two really big titles. Right. And even though it's Pickwell, like, we still had, like, like really, I'd say decent turnouts for, for midnight launches. So the yeah. fact that we had Assassin's Creed and Battlefield right. and not a single person showed up was just wild. Yep. The weather wasn't bad because we were... We were outside, like, jumping on Gabe's car. Um, Tim was running. No, Jordan was running around with the standee over his he, head. He literally had the Borderlands standee on top of him, and he'd run around. So it looked like the standee had legs just running around. I ran outside screaming, people, hello, we're open. Anybody, come get your game. It was, it was, yeah. yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was, it was pretty wild. I'm trying to think of the best, I'm trying to think of the best midnight lunch we had when we worked together. Um... I know the console launches were pretty cool. Yeah, the well, console launches are always neat. Um, a lot of work, but they were always neat. Because um, you had to do the stupid serial number crap, which made it different. <sighs> yeah. yeah. It was fun, though. I mean, there were definitely fun moments at GameStop, right? The best part about GameStop, we're going to sound all wishy-washy here, is I got to meet, like, you guys, right? And I made these connections Correct. with people mm -hmm. who I'm hoping will last uh, at least my lifetime. Um, because it's just Maybe been, further. Maybe, maybe further, right? I mean, who knows what'll happen? I mean, just that—that's cool. I'm okay with that. Um, but like, that's that's probably the the best thing I can take away from GameStop was the, the connections I oh, made, yeah. and the friends I made with the people, right? Um, I honestly, I kind of always figured me and Riley would still stay somewhat connected because we were pretty good friends after it. Trevor, I was yeah. a little worried that we might get distanced, um, yeah. just because we live so far away, right? And oh, I yeah. didn't know what yeah, was yeah. going to happen. Um, and I don't remember what you invited me up to. You invited me up to something, and I said, screw it, I'll come. Um, and we had a blast. We just had a blast. I don't know what it was, yeah. but then we started talking about fam, uh, and we just had a good time. Yeah, I can't remember what it was either. Um, yeah, just something after, because I was after I left GameStop, and then, I mean, we probably fell out a little bit there. I'm sure we um, did a little bit. I mean, the distance... Yeah. It's like a long distance relationship, okay? It's yeah, just yeah, hard. Yeah. But we made it work. We made it work. We found something we to bond work. over. I was, I was really surprised. You know, after all the terrible things that Tim said after you left about you, I was surprised. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I mean, I lied straight to his face. What worse, how worse can it <laughs> be? Right. And Tim, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but I actually met Zach from GameStop, too. Oh, no. I knew you met. I knew you and Trey were like good friends. Like, because you guys were like friends through school, which those videos are still amazing, by the way. But right. um, I did not know you met Zach through GameStop. Because yeah, that's how so, I met him. I met him through you through GameStop the same time. Right. So I. Trey worked at the, the Huber Heights GameStop first. He recommended me when I applied. So Terry hired me there. And then when we got another GA, that's when Zach got hired. Um, so I became friends with Zach. And. We kind of went through the, the same thing, kind of what Riley was talking about earlier, to where you, you need this creative outlet. 
So we kept trying to come up with all sorts of things. Like we had, um, we had nothing but nerd at one point um, to where we were trying to do, really we we're trying to do like reviews and YouTube videos. This was before Twitch was really a thing. Ah, right. Um, Just we Yeah, exactly. Uh, we also had like CMY Coalition. There was another one in there, like a bunch of like really, I don't know, just kind of one-off things that we wanted to make work and it just fell apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trey was a part of those too. And finally, I can't remember how many times we've tried to launch something like this, but finally we got fam together. Yep. Me and Trey did and brought Tim on board, got Zach on board and everything just clicked. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that everyone's you know finally found that creative outlet that, that sticks that um, kind of works for everyone because I know you mentioned it earlier. It's not easy at all when you have, you know, three different schedules, four different schedules, whatever it is, and because life still gets in the way. Life, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because this this is not a. It, it might support some of us uh, a little bit, maybe to to buy a, a, an extra candy bar for for the month. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, it's definitely nothing that we can we can give up responsibilities for to, to, you know, say we're going to stream, you know, an extra five hours or something a day. Right. And so it's tough. It's a, it's a hard balance, especially with community channels. Hmm. Um, especially coming up with a schedule. Cause you know, if <laughs> Tim, Tim does three days a week. Um, I only do the one and Trey does two. So if one of those, you know, doesn't, doesn't work, someone else has to pick it up. They might already have plans cause it's their day off. Right. I mean, it, it's like you really are, it's like your own small business that you right. have to manage, except you're not really making any money. Yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> so, so, but I mean, you have to make those sacrifices to, yeah. to grow, and that's the hard part. Yeah, you got to treat it like it's a business for it to become yep. anything to become even close to a business, right? Like, yep. so you have to treat it like like you're making money, even though you're not, because it's that important. Yeah, if you want it to. Grow. It is. Yep. Um, now, kind of getting back to with the the average geeks part of things. Yeah. Um, you guys have been doing when would you say average geek started back up so we'll say uh at things twink twink there they went away um and then you're like okay let's pick this back up um well i think i mean it was something that megan and i had you know very similar to the way that that we started the the site is just with with you and i kicking things around it was very much uh megan and i just kind of of bouncing ideas back and forth and um, her being new to coming into it. So, she, you know, we, I don't even know how we came on. I mean, other than that, we're both gamers. So, right. you know, we would start, you know, talking about it and I was like, Oh yeah, I used to, used to do a podcast or I, you know, used to write for this and that. And so then she was like, you know, it was unfamiliar, similar, similar to when I, you know, was talking to you about I was doing this right. podcast. And so then we just got to talking and explaining that. So, you know, as, as that kind of went, you know, in and in, you know, on and on, um, you know, the, the, so we, we kind of started kicking some ideas around and I think what we had, we had our, at the time, what we were referring to as like our firm launch was, um, March, I think. Cause I mean, we had been doing it a little bit here and there before just kind of trying stuff out, just, you know, getting the bugs out, like whose mm-hmm. computer can run what, what's right. the best, the best yeah. setup for, for everybody. You know, we started, you know, I had uh, Brandon was was streaming just through his PS4, um, and you know he had some some spotty internet at the time, so that was a challenge. And then I I'm doing PS4 through remote play on the laptop. I showed you know Tim how I was doing that, and which helped then, me out a lot. Yeah, and then um, Megan like she'll do she, she streams a lot of like Stardew Valley, but then she also does art streams. 
where she'll draw nice. on stream. So she actually has, she's tried to explain it to me and I, I really need to see it to fully get it. But she actually uses like her Mac and a laptop. She has like this whole like Frankenstein setup through a couple different machines um, nice. to get it, to get it to go. And um, so, yeah, it's, I mean, a lot of it was just kind of that, you know, and she was getting frustrated because she wants me and I'm like, just, just look at it as, you know, this is our soft launch and we'll shoot for like March as a as a hard as a hard launch to get it you know and then so that that was going going well for a while and you know as always we have people you know drop off or don't want to commit or don't realize that they're they maybe should have a microphone when they stream oh yeah right <laughs> yep. or yes. you know so but you know because you know everybody comes to it from um you know we're all at different levels when we start right, of course and, you know and we're doing that you know and sometimes you know, it's like I, I'm a little bit more relaxed on, on the camera and behind the mic because I've been doing podcasting for so long. You know, I kind of get into that. You know, turn on the, the the content creator, the the the, the host, you know, thing, and to where you know there's different things like that. You know, and some are better on the technical, and some are just like, you know, kind of you know completely new to it. So it's it's one of those things. Like, I, I feel like that's one of my strengths is to just kind of take a breath and chill out and not get too, too bent out of shape. Um, Cause I mean, it can be super frustrating, especially, yeah. you know, when, especially when you're in the, the captaincy, I mean, Megan and I have had conversations about this, you know, through different iterations and working with different people. And she's like, well, you know, sh what should we do about this one? And I was like, well, you know, and so I'll, I shoulder it. And, but you know, so when you're in that sort of the captain's chair, it's like, that's, you know, then you have to be the one to kind of to run thing, and that that right. makes it difficult. And you can't, but you, I, I've been through this enough to know that if you you let it get to you too much, and like you come down too hard on somebody or something, and they, you know, whatever, it's not oh, going to yeah. help. Yeah. And yep. so you just have to try to be as as patient, but at the same time, you know, you have to you have to draw lines. <laughs> so that's I think yeah. that's the the hardest balance, and I'm sure you guys have have been through that and you know with different things where it's just you know being oh everything's cool and just you know it's fine until it's not fine and then we have to we have to have some some difficult conversations yeah. i think one of my favorite meetings we had and i'm just going to talk about it. i don't think we've ever talked about this trev but I, I think this is funny to bring up one of our first meetings we had was we're like okay we're gonna sign a role to everybody we need a treasurer oh we my need, gosh we need a oh calendar person we need this person for like we we had we like our first month of doing this we tried to assign somebody to be a treasurer like we were just yeah. gonna <laughs> make like all this cart, money cart was gonna come and we're like yeah no we, yeah. we don't know what to do with all this money we need someone to keep yeah. track of it so clearly yeah. i offered to be that person knowing that we i wasn't gonna have a job yeah. for at least like a while i i will say um because because starting fam um, we, we kind of went into this mindset like, hey, we're all we're all like the the leaders of fame. We're all the heads of fame. There's not anyone that's like above anyone else. Um, and then we we went over this whole role thing, <laughs> and I will definitely uh, own up to to that because I funny. I definitely try and get a little too organized sometimes, or I get too far ahead of myself mm -hmm. to where it's like, well, we need to focus on where we're at right now. Yeah, I mean, you always yeah. need to be thinking ahead, 100, percent right, right. or else you're not going to be prepared for it. But yeah, definitely what I was trying to do, and I, Tim can attest to this, I was burning myself out because I was doing oh my way God, it was too so much. Bad. Tim would call me and like Tim was worried. Tim was legit worried at me. Be, 
about me because I was doing so much with fam. Like I would get home, all I do, I sit down until I go to bed, work on fam stuff. Right. Whether it's graphics or you know Discord stuff or um, whatever it would be, that's all I was focused on, and it just burns yeah. you out, and then you're not having fun with it. Right. Right. I was like, Trevor, you guys still have Trevor time. Like, I know you're excited for fam, and I want you to be excited for fam. I'm happy you're excited for fam, but you still have to have Trevor time. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was just in, I was in that mindset to where, like, if, if I don't do this, fam is going to fail. If I don't keep putting, you know, 100, 110% into it, then it's just going to fall apart. And I think now I have a better balance of it. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, it's... It's a balance. That's it's a balance. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I was I was similar. I, I felt the same way, like with average geeks. And I mean, I, I guess in this now it's like third or fourth iteration. Right. Um, you know, it's like I, I've been through that. It's like, oh man, I've got which you know. So then, like even when we were going through and like trying to do the podcast, I I'm trying to 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 balance everything and put you know and just trying to to direct traffic and keep everything running. And then when I'm unable to like even live up to my own expectations. It's like, that's just, it, it's so difficult. Um, yeah. But it is, but yeah, I know totally what you mean. Like you've got to get everything. See, I was, I almost started when, when we started Average Geeks back as when it was going to be a website and just sort of a creative outlet for, for podcasts or articles or whatever, because right. um, you know, for a lot of the most of all, I think most all of us worked at GameStop. Actually, it was all, you know, it was, you know, Eric and Elliot and, Molly was going to do art, and so we had. Oh like yeah, my, Molly. <laughs> my my wife is like super like organized and, and into that kind of stuff, and so she was like willing to help, even though she could care less about video games for the most part. And um, but she, you know, on the organizing side of it, the web the web website side of it, because she has her own site, and things. So there was, you know, she was willing to come on board to help that. So our initial meeting of the people oh that God. were interested and been like, yeah, I would love to help out with, you know, average geeks. Cause we had talked to a lot of the people from GameStop and had a couple other people. We all met at Tim Hortons after, after we got off at GameStop. And so, <laughs> so we roll into to Tim Hortons. It's like nine 30 and there are a dozen of us, Tim, would you say? Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, yeah. There, like yeah. we had to push like three tables together and we're all yep. sitting here. And so like my wife, has like got out some just like basic questionnaires profile stuff for like the people that are going right. to be writing just to kind of so she can put stuff in and we can just you know kind of hit the ground running as much as possible like you know all that stuff you that you stuff. can yeah and just and to kind of get a feel so you're not stuck writing about you know crap that you have no interest in you right. know if we have that you know just you know basic organization stuff and so we, yeah. we probably had you know 10 12 people around three tables at, at tim horton's and, and we're all kind of, you know, setting up, okay, this one's going to do this. And we, you know, we want to spread out the articles so nobody's like, feels like they have to, to write a ton. It's not overwhelming. Um, and, you know, we, I was given our, our art girl, I was like, okay, this is, you know, some stuff. And so she's like sketching away as, as we're sitting there talking. And um, out, of, out of those like 12 people, we ended up with four. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> like that was the last time that I talked to him. I'm still waiting on my initial sketches from, from Molly, our artist. Um, I'll, 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 I'll DM her. Don't worry. They, yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to shoot her a message on Facebook. Um, yep. but yeah, let, so it's like, I, I started out with the, I don't want to get burnout because I know how I am because the minute something stops being fun, I, I just kind of turn and run. Um, <laughs> so 
like I, I kind of did the opposite. Like I'm trying to delegate. Okay, I'll have you do this, you do this, and then like everyone just ghosted me. It, it came down to like yep. me, Tim, Elliot, and sort of Eric. And it's sort of Eric, so, yeah, right? That's it. And, and so it was, it was just like holy shit. Now we're you know like starting back from square one and. You know, some people were like, didn't like the way, you know, felt that my wife was being pushy with like her organizational stuff. N didn't bother to say anything. They just, they just right. ghosted. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. So like, but I, but I totally, I know from like doing the podcast, I'm like that. Like, you're like, I've got to just kill myself to get this done or it's not going to get done. And then, yeah, once it stops being fun, then it's just a drudgery. Right. So like I, I, I tried to start off with the delegation and that that did not work so like when i kind of started now with the streaming i've sort of like all right i'm you know sort of sort of purposely taking the reins and being like you know if anybody has an issue let me know i will handle it i'll make the final decision and but you know not not in a like oh i'm, I'm so great kind of way but just that way it takes, you know, the frustrations that you get between people that way. They're like, oh, well, let let Riley handle it. And that way everything can kind of stay chill amongst right. the ranks. And yeah. if, if I feel um, and so it's like, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown. You still got to occasionally <laughs> run right. into that stuff. Um, so like but and right now I was actually chatting with Megan a little bit before we we got on here um, and about, you know, kind of getting things back in back rolling now that she's kind of resettled and, and and getting everything put back together but it's like you know again she is totally my right hand my right hand man on the on the average geeks front i'd like because i'd be back to square zero i'd be you know waiting <laughs> on waiting on things to to sort out and you know brain chemistry to to get leveled out again to to do this and so it's it, it's nice to have you know somebody like that like right. you know tim-esque that you know that won't run out and, and cheat on me with a different community <laughs> you know <laughs> i just sorry <laughs> i you know i'm not gonna lie when i when i first started up fam because again it was when 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 uh average geeks kind of sizzled out i was yeah. like man i don't know if i should tell riley should i tell riley riley's gonna probably find out i'm gonna feel bad if riley finds out what's he gonna say to me he's gonna be mad at me like I didn't know how to react, and then, yeah. then there you go, and you did average geeks and stuff. And I was like, well, yeah. I'll just invite him to my house to play VR. He won't be mad after that, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it was totally because, like, like I said, when I had sent that text to to you and Brandon at the time about, hey, sorry, I've been you know so flaking out constantly over the last nine months, six months, whatever, and it was like because I really felt that I I owed that to you guys because. I was dropping the ball left and right. Like that was, you know, I felt like that was on me, especially like with you, Tim, because you were always, whenever I would be like, Hey, can we do it? Such and such, you know, Tim was never, let me check my schedule. Tim was like, I'm there that, you know, yeah. and you know, and then something would come up and, you know, Brandon or whoever would, they'd have a, con a legit conflict or I would fabricate a conflict because I wasn't <laughs> in a mental state to, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and when, when you're a dad of four and oh, like, it's, it's easy, you know, Jesus, you don't need to make up stuff too often to get out of things. It's <laughs> yeah, like, right. you know, cause there's always chaos going on. Right. So, right. um, but yeah, no, I was, I was totally, I was like, my, my only like kind of feeling about that was just like, 
oh man, now I've got to, now I've got, I'm like, I'm back to square one. Now I've got to find a new crew because now my crew is gone. But I, I mean, I think it all, it all worked out, you know, for the best anyways. But yeah, no, I, I would not be, be mad at you, Tim. You are on the very short list of people that I call friends who I've actually had to my house for a meal. So it's true. <laughs> I have. And it was a great time. Like, like case in point, Brandon's never even been to my house for a meal. Oh. Like, so oh. <laughs> you're in some rare company. Yes. <laughs> Which, speaking of food, I wanted to tell you that if you ever decide to actually do like an episode of Average Geeks Eats, because that was going to be a segment that we were working mm -hmm. on back when we yeah. were still part of it. Yeah. We, were just, we all liked food. So we're right. going to go like live podcast, live video us go eat somewhere and like do like one of those fancy food reviews on the spot kind of things. I'm always down for that still. Okay. Like, yeah. By yeah. all means, I, I I still love food. That part hasn't That's changed at all. That's definitely something that I would, I would, yeah, well, I will definitely, we'll get together on that for sure. Because. Like, cause yeah, that I had a blast. We went up around Sydney and was shooting test footage and talking to different, like the Chamber of Commerce and stuff. We and, did. Yeah, we was... went to some weird places I didn't know existed. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, was, I remember that day. Time. It was a, such an odd day, but we did because that was to start that whole thing up. Yeah. I could some... see Tim doing like, like fast food, like, like when they come out with like the newest fast food thing, I could see Tim mm -hmm. like reviewing it. It would be fun. It'd be a good time. We All right, I need one, one where of those. Tim reviews. We should do one where Tim reviews that monster ass sandwich that he gets from Arby's. The, yeah, the I remember mountain. that because <laughs> you didn't believe me. Because you, you, I think you thought I was pranking you because I was like, you should go to Arby's and get the meat mountain. And you're like, what's that? I'm like, they, they put everything they have on the sandwich. You're like, no, like, they don't. Oh, okay, yeah. You're yeah, like, okay, whatever. Yeah, you're a liar. And then I got one for me and Stewie. And we're like, oh my God, there's chicken tenders on it even. Right. There's chicken tenders. And I ate it. I want that to be known. I ate that whole sandwich. Do you know if you do that now, they actually send you a like a, a Wendy's onesie? What? Yeah, like if you eat the if you eat the meat mountain. I've seen it on Twitter because um, I follow Arby's on Twitter because they're always like Why not? really funny. Because oh, they have funny things. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they they send like this meat. It's like a onesie, but it has just like meat patterns on it. Um, so you it's should perfect. eat an, eat another one and like take pictures of proof and then tweet it out to them and then they'll DM you and send you like a onesie or something. Yeah. I That's can totally awesome. do that. Yeah, but, so, I would. Yeah. I would, but I don't think. Uh, I don't think I could finish it. I'll. I'll be honest. I. I know my limits. It is a big sandwich, but it was delicious in every way. Um, so, let me ask you a, a couple questions about yourself, Riley. Oh um, God. Yeah, we're gonna oh. we're gonna talk about actually Riley. Oh wait, I see a little. I see a little. A little head there. Yeah. Who, who's there's, that? There's, there's... It was a person, by the way. This is oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, there he is! Look at him! Oh my god, dude! I remember he was so small the last time I saw him in person, and he made an incredibly inappropriate saying at GameStop, and it was the best saying in the world. I don't. All I know is about some guy trying to touch his butt, and that was. Oh, oh my god! You remember yes. that? That was yes. Okay, so all right, so I was all right. I'm gonna get back. I want to. I want to address something that I saw in chat, but, but we have to tell the the story where Riley almost punched an octogenarian at Walmart. Um, so we're. Um, I have. I forget if just the, my two youngest, uh, like, would have been. I don't know, six and two at the time, or I don't. I don't know which which combination of kids was with me, but we we go to Walmart, and somebody had to go to the bathroom, so we go into the back and to to go to the bathroom and i come back out and i'm waiting i think it must have been on one of the older ones 
And as I'm kind of standing there, I turn around and look because I hear the bathroom door. So I look over one shoulder and I see this old guy. He was a Walmart employee. It must have been a greeter or something. Kind of come shuffling out of the out of the bathroom. So I'm like, okay. So I turn back the other way, and about the time that he would have been passing behind me, I feel somebody like brush across my butt, like a hand on my ass, like across. <laughs> and I was like, oh my! And as I turn, it was it was this little guy who was like about four at the time, like had just been absentmindedly like walking behind dad and had his hand on me. And I thought I was getting getting felled up by this old dude. And I was like, I was just about to whirl on the dude, and I looked down and saw saw my kid. I'm like, oh my gosh, you about uh, sent dad to jail. Um, <laughs> but yeah, was that so was great. I had forgotten about that story, Tim. So that imagine was, that, was that story, but a four year old trying to tell you it. Like that was <laughs> oh, the yeah, best part. Yeah. <laughs> my daddy almost punched someone in Walmart. <laughs> right. That was yeah. It was great. Tim's like, what? Um, Tim got yeah. this look of like concern and dread on his face. He's like, what? I'm like, okay, let me let me back up and explain what's going on. I don't just <laughs> we might need to add a few details in there, unless they don't finish Journey in one city. Um, right. So, <laughs> all right. So I, I noticed something in the chat here a while yeah. ago uh, from Joshy Fun. He he pops into my channel once in a while when I stream, and he was he was asking. Uh, what is GameStop? I only know Steam. Well, GameStop is like Steam, except you can trade games in for drug money and then buy pot <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> yes. That's, yes. That's, which is something we would joke about until I actually saw it happen one day. Oh I had come God. in to get my schedule, and when I went back out, some guy was in there trading in for cash, and my wife and kids were in the car. And when I go back out, she was like, that dude just bought drugs in the parking lot. Like... <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding? So I called back in. I told him, like, you know how we always joke around about people selling their games for, for, for weed yeah. money? This dude literally just bought bought weed in the parking lot. You so, can always tell the people that come in, like, this person's going to trade in these games for cash. Guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. And they're so, like, yep, I need, I just need cash. And yeah. they don't care how much they get. They just That's need right. something. They don't, yeah. <laughs> just to kind of have one more nod towards GameStop. There's always that one customer that we will always remember. From oh GameStop. no! It's <laughs> one customer in general that I don't think any of us will ever forget oh. at GameStop, Riley. And if I have what? to say the name, I'm going to be a little disappointed. I'm not because I know Trevor what? already knows one oh. particular customer. Very, oh. very. The GameStop, yeah. like Pick was like when you were think when you would think of the residents. <laughs> if you of think of Piqua, this oh, is it. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. No, I I know exactly. Uh, who, who we're talking about? Good old uh, and his mom, right? Yep, and his mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah and his mom. <laughs> yep, and his uh, uh, and his girlfriend. And his. Oh my god! That, <laughs> oh my god. Um, good old good old Coke. I wasn't sure exactly good old if, Coke you were, if you were going going there or or the couple that used to come in and smell so terrible. Oh no, I forgot about um, those guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, no, my that favorite, was they cleared out a place. They smelled. Yeah, so bad. they did. Yeah. The, the RASM would follow after around after they left. She would go and, around with the yep. the air spray the air freshener. Yep. yep. It was so bad. It was it was awful. Um, but yeah, my my <sighs> favorite Coke bottle stories. This and. For people that don't like can't grasp like oh the standard like piqua customer you know um when when i was still at the mall game stop uh we had we had this customer coke bottles he had really thick glasses he wasn't a bad guy he, was he wasn't just, a bad kid he wasn't a bad kid he was a terrible customer 
bad kid. Right. But yeah. uh, but not a bad kid. Anyways, He's like innocent he in his own in, way is weird. And uh, he was <laughs> there was another customer in the mall or it, from the you know we were in the mall store mm. and he comes in and we were chatting and uh, I think we asked him I forget what it was anyways he was from Iowa uh-huh. and. Apparently, this blue Coke bottle is mine because he chimes in. Um, he was in the shop and she's like, Iowa? You mean like Iowa Piqua? Like, he apparently thought Iowa was like some parish of, you know, a small. And I'm like, no, like Iowa, the state Coke bottles. It's, yeah. Oh I was my just gosh. like, and, and the other customer, like, was just like, what? Like, how do, how do I like, reply to this? How, how do I get out of this, you know, like, he, he really looked like he fully expected to hear banjos any minute, um, which <laughs> I, I don't blame him. Um, it was, yeah, not... The wow. the worst thing I remember, the, the, the story I always tell people, my one story I always tell people of Coke bottles is the time when he came in, and if you guys remember the old school 360 bricks, like the, the gray bricks, right, that we used to take oh, in, yeah. right? So he, he, he was that customer who would come in and trade in everything that he ever had to get that one game for 50 cents. Like, that was him. Yep. Um, so we used to take in those power bricks. And they were like $4 tops. Yeah. Like, something like that, right? And I remember taking that in, turning around, because we had a giant back counter, setting it on the back counter, and bugs from the little holes on those power bricks just scattered everywhere on the counter. Like, everywhere just drop poof they just went and i law i love bug pokemon i do not love bugs in real life if you know me you'd know this is true mm-hmm. um and i flipped out i was so grossed out i didn't know what to do it was just a bad time i i i i, I threw it away like i, I didn't even I, I shrank that that crap out i wasn't nope i was just nope it was yeah it, like that's how kind of that's there it is that's pick what customer. Would that, would you yeah. say that that is because that's one question I want to ask. What what everyone's worst trade-in story is? Would you say that that is your worst? Oh my story? god! It was the it, it terrified. Yeah, it terrified that's me the horrific. absolute most to watch just boom bugs. Like <laughs> I I never I thankfully never had one like that. I mean you know obviously you get the ones that smelled real bad like cigarette smoke or or oh, yeah. cat or whatever animal. Um, but yeah, I never, never had one like that. I didn't really, I had, the only kind of weird trade-in thing was uh, before the mall store closed, we had a, a rush where like for two or three days, the ASM and I, we would have people come in and like trade in a console and like their entire collection of games. One was like, oh, all his friends are on PS3 or Xbox or whatever. So they brought yeah. in his entire collection and traded it all out and swapped it over to the other system. Uh, but I had this lady come in and she traded in uh, a Wii system and like she had like four controllers and a bunch of games and I don't know what she ended up getting. Um, but you know, when you take in a system, you have to have a controller with it. Right. And of so, you know, with, and with the Wii, it's the, the Wii mote and the nunchucks. Yeah. So I, I'm bringing all her stuff through and she says, Oh, well, you know, did you, you, you didn't give me credit for all the controllers. I had four. I'm like, well, one has to come in with the system. So I explained it to her and she seemed a little put out, but I'm like, you, you know, like, like it wasn't a big deal. So apparently yeah. she calls the, um, she calls the store then the next day or whatever later that, and then talk to, talk to our manager, the acting manager and was like all kinds of mad. And they're like, well, come in and we'll, you know, we'll look over it and see. 
And well, I had just gotten there when she came back in, and she was all, you know, you know, you know, soccer mom mad, and comes in, yeah. this, you know, and oh, blah blah blah, and I like it didn't dawn on me that I was kind of being a dick <laughs> until afterwards. But she, you know, showed me, and I was like, no, look on the receipt, I told you that they have, they come with a controller. Well, it didn't come with a controller when I bought it, and I was like, well, ours do. So I go in the back and I get a brand new Wii box and I come out and I set it on the counter and I flip it over and I'm like, look, right there it says, comes with <laughs> Wiimote and Nunchuck. And she's like, well, f- whatever. And so she stomps off and afterwards, like I was working, I think it was like Eric and JJ okay. and Todd. Oh and my Eric's God, JJ. like, damn! <laughs> like slam that down. I'm like, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was just showing her that I didn't rip her off. Um, right. I think That's my... Funny. My hands down, my favorite trade-in story, though, um, it, it didn't happen to me, but it was, um, I don't know if either of you guys remember uh, Nate. He used to work at the Huber store. Um, it might have been before yeah. your time. But ben Dixon? He, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He said, he explained to us one time why he refuses to take anything out of a bag when a customer brings it in. There's a trade-in, because you'll, you know, chat, you'll get these customers that'll come in with a big old bag of, you know, like a Walmart trash plastic sack or a big trash right. bag or, uh, you know, whatever. And they'll set it up on the counter. Yeah, I, I want to trade, I want to trade this stuff in. Um, and so normally, you know, we would dump it out or go through and, and Nate's like, nope, I won't do that anymore. He said he was doing it one time. And as he's emptying out the bag, a tooth fell out of the bag. <sighs> and he was like, um, I, I think that belongs to you, to the customer oh, or whatever. No. He was like, after that, dude, I will not. He's like, they bring a bag of stuff in. I'll just be like, go ahead and take it out for yeah. me. And, you no. know, after he told me that, I never, yeah, he was like, hand to God, a, a freaking tooth yep. fell out of the bag. Um, <laughs> That's disturbing. He was, he was one of my favorite people from GameStop. Yeah, it's a, it's Nate. a good dude. Do you have a good trading story? Me? Remember? Oh, yeah. What's, I've got what, my favorite for what's sure. What's your favorite trading story? Um, I mean, I've... I've got a few like weird ones like to where we had like a, a Wii that came in that had like jelly like jelly on it. Um, and I had like a few like bug ones, you know, where you know bugs are crawling out of the system and stuff. But my very favorite was this guy came in um, and just wanted to trade in this duffel bag full um, of, of stuff. He just had a bunch of gaming stuff in here. Um, he just wanted to trade it in uh, for cash. Um, so I'm like, okay, uh, so we know that there were consoles in there so, at the Huber store, we tested the, the systems in the back, um, but we would have the door propped open so the customer could, like, stand there and see, like, what we're doing and all that. Right. Um, so I'm taking everything out, um, but it, no, wait, this time, no, I remember, this time the door was shut. He, okay. he was just like, yeah, just take it to the back, I'm going to look around, whatever. So I'm, like, going through the systems and stuff, I'm taking stuff out of this big old duffel bag. Um, he's got, like, a Super Nintendo in there, like, a bunch of, like, stuff we can't even take. Right. And then as I'm, like, taking things out, there's a box, and I pick up this box, and it's a box of edible panties. <gasps> <laughs> and I'm just, I'm speechless. So I, like, I, I don't know, I just, like, put everything else in there. I just, I don't even mention it, because I don't want to have that awkward conversation. I give the guy his bag back, I'm like, hey, this is the stuff we can take. Like, the guy had to have realized it later. Like yeah. when he I get, home, like he when he's, he's unpacking it. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh shit. Like, you but I'm not gonna have that. You should have, these traded for 10 cents. <laughs> right, right. Um, but that was Huge. probably the, the, the weirdest trade in story mm. for sure. 
Wow. Um, and yes, Rama Rama did work at the Huber store. Um, oh. uh, yep. That's terrible. Yep. Wow, it's fun. Yeah. I, I, I feel like we have... could talk about GameStop forever. Oh yeah, you know, I, there is there is one more. It's not a trade-in story, mm. but it was it was in the closing days of the mall. Thing things got super super weird as as we were getting closer and closer to the mall store closing. Um, like massive massive trade-in. Uh, things you know we had uh, our the asm jj and i had some just a couple of days of like people coming in massive sales and part of it was the time of year because people were getting their like their refund checks back and whatnot but i had this uh couple come in and they were young probably in their 20s um i would say early 20s and you know he kind of comes in with that swagger i'm like yep he just got his check so <laughs> he you know they're like oh i'm gonna get a 360 and two controllers and uh, you know a, a ds for his girlfriend like his girlfriend's younger sister was there and he was like oh do you, do you want him to get you a 3ds too well you know like the dude was just like ready to lay out some cash right and and uh, normally like that would have been a big thing but for whatever reason we had had several huge transactions so it was just okay. like uh, it's just another tuesday um <laughs> so like he's laying out all this money and um so you know the, it comes to i forget how much it even came to it was a it was a big chunk of change like 700 bucks or something which was huge for the pickle mall store and so he's like laying out all in cash and <clears throat> so the the one i forget if he said it to her or she said it to him he was like well so much for rent this month <laughs> and, no. she goes, and she's like and her reaction was oh, and then but not oh my god the rent it was Oh wait, what about my phone? We got to get my phone. And he was like, "Oh baby, don't worry. We'll we'll get your phone fixed. That's the rest of this money's going to go to get your phone, get your phone oh fixed." And I'm just like, "Dude, you just dropped almost a grand." Yeah. Or, you know, with your <laughs> refund, but you know, so much for rent this month. I'm just like, my. "Jesus." Oh yeah. That I had people crazy. come in and say that they're using like uh their disability checks and welfare checks. <laughs> like they were very like open about what that money was going or where yeah. that money was coming from. That's just, People just do not care. That's so like, crazy to me. Dude, yeah. That's, yeah, that was that was insane. I will say, because I worked at three different GameStops, so I most of my time sp was spent in Huber. Um, then I was ASM for a little bit in Springfield, and then finally became SM at Piqua. And I would probably say, as the three of us know how weird the clientele right. can be in Piqua, mm -hmm. but the thing about Springfield is that the customers were rude. It was oh, really? like it was a weird mix. Like you had some weird ones there, but everyone was really rude there. Like I remember uh, asking a guy, he just like bought like one game or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, do you want me to bag that up for you today? He's like, the fuck you think you want me to bag this up myself? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like just like wow, like you know, like you think you bag, <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> That's so. Um, just because I saw it in chat, I, I don't know if this qualifies as a ghost story, but it might. So I'm going to talk about this real quick. Do you guys remember Seth, Salt and Pepper Head, Seth? Yeah, yeah. The, the one that, that worked salt there? Seth, yeah, he had salt and pepper hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, good guy. The one that, yeah. He, came, he was your ASM, I think, uh, for a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So there was a time when I was working with him, and we were in the back, the little back room at Pickle, okay? And there was a stationary, very tall ladder, <clears throat> very tall ladder stationary. And it, it hadn't moved in who knows how long, because we don't use that ladder very often. Um, and I'm sitting there, I'm just talking to Seth because he's talking to me about his day. He's pissed off at something because he always was. Um, yeah. and I just remember just staring up and I, 
zoning him out for a second because I could just see all of a sudden that ladder just start to move. I didn't say words like, hey, get out, you know, or move because that would have been <laughs> smart. So I'm just sitting there and I zone out looking at all of a sudden this ladder just – and it's slow. It's not like, oh, hey, by the way, boom. No, it's just like – like yeah like it's going right. like that and he just kind of <laughs> sees my face and like right before it like would slam down on it he kind of ducks out of the way and i kind of put my arm on i really hurt my shoulder that day because mm -hmm. i don't know why i thought putting my arm out which by the way if, if this was ladder this is him this is me i put my arm out over here so it's not like i was going to protect him in any way right. right but i did it anyway to just like stop it from falling on the ground but it was it was terrible. Like, I went back and watched that video. So I probably still have it on my phone because I recorded it. Because it was the creepiest I've just I've never seen. It just it was just, like it was weird. That's crazy. Do you do you remember what what we did uh, one time at, at uh, work? We had a funeral at work one time. Do you remember? Oh, the the bird. Yep. Oh, that was the saddest day ever. We still talk. I think we sim I think we share that every year when it comes up. Like I think every year. Oh, yeah. We're just like always remember the bird yeah it was this bird that like ran into the what it just ran into the window yeah, or something and you there like was, got a box and everything yeah we had like a little <laughs> gift card box that we put it in and then walked out back and there was like a little sewer the grate on thing majigger oh yeah it was, some, it was something like that i don't know and we just, just like put it in the box and you know office style we let jordan run the store for the rest of the day it was <laughs> jordan lane yeah. yeah it was uh it was fun um so we're rounding a little bit, was it an hour, a little over? We're going to hit you with these rapid fire questions, so I hope you're ready. Oh, we're getting right into the rapid yeah. fire? We're going to go right into the rapid fire. Sure. So are you ready for these rapid fire questions? Let's do it. Are you ready? Let's do it. And then we'll talk about a certain <clears throat> other subject that I want to talk about, but I want to hit okay. you with these. Okay. So you ready? Here we go. Yeah. Starting off, number one, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Hell no. Biggest fear? Uh, spiders. Spiders. Uh, Sonic or Mario? Mario. Uh, death, would you rather die in space or die in the ocean? Space. What fantasy world would you live in? Narnia. Ooh. Uh, ooh. Uh, would, you rather fight, would you rather fight 100 kindergartners or one Olympic bodybuilder? 100 kindergartners. Would you rather be completely invisible for one day or be able to fly for one day? Ooh. Um... Now you have to walk around the nude if you're invisible. <laughs> so, now we're getting into details. Just another Tuesday, right? <laughs> um, I would say fly. Fly? Uh, what is, because I know you're a fan of the series, what's your favorite Borderlands game? Ooh. Uh, the first one except for the final box. Okay. Um, ooh, okay. Jedi Master or Sith Lord? Sith Lord. And do you prefer, it's probably a given, but would you prefer a console rig or a PC rig? Console rig. There you go. Congratulations. You survived. I think you did that quicker than <laughs> anybody else the gauntlet. so far. Good job. Good job. It was, uh, it was a tough one. <laughs> you think you'd take 100 kindergartners? Like, I, I think so. Well, like, yeah. They're all coming I mean, at the it's same a, time. I, I, it's not just going to be easier. It's not a I, one I'm at a dad, time kind I'm of thing. I'm used to beating kids. So. <laughs> that's, a, that's a valid point. I, that's, that's a joke, Twitch. Don't, you know, TOS. <laughs> I'm I don't really beat TOS. my kids. <laughs> FBI, open up. <laughs> yeah. 
the FBI is going to make a stop at my house. They're going to wait till I come to your house and just get his boat. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to. It's going to be a two for one. They're going yeah. to get uh, right in. <laughs> Well, hopefully it's not the cops that were supposed to show up to Trevor's because they're never showing up if that's the case. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so let's talk about Hellblade because I want to talk about Hellblade. Um, yeah. Now, we, Trevor hasn't beaten it. Okay. Um, I don't know. Have you beaten it? Yes. Yep. Okay. So, Trevor, what was the last thing you did? You did the bird boss. I, I did the two bosses. You start off okay. and you've got the two rats you have to go down, and right. that's, that's as far as I got. So, without, like, I guess, crazy spoiling anything, how do you feel about the game what did you feel about the game um wow okay so i kind of as i heard about the game coming out and the more i heard about it i was i was like super jazzed about it um just because i thought it was super interesting in the way that they were you know especially personally with from the mental health aspect <clears throat> and stuff in the way that you know that you know what i had heard so I was super jacked about it, and I, I was like, I knew I was going to, to get it day one just because I was super intrigued. Right. Um, so I kind of went into it from maybe a little bit different perspective looking at it than, than the average person or than, you know, maybe what some people. Um, but I absolutely loved it. It was very, it was super cathartic. Um, yeah. because it was. It, it was it was rough it was it was rough to to get through um and i've since like watched some other people play it on twitch and um you know after after the fact and it was you know just it, it's still but i mean i played it you know with obviously with headphones on oh, you have which, to. which is how yeah. i play most of my stuff anyways because i game usually later at night when people are in bed um so yeah it was it was super like oppressive at times to constantly have those voices right in your head yeah. and um to like be because like i i've never like even though i i don't i don't suffer from psychosis i don't hear voices like i i feel yet, it, yet um <laughs> as <laughs> right. um but i mean anybody you know anytime that you try to do something you know you have that inner voice that you know oh you know am i going to be able to do it if you know, if I don't, you know, do 24 seven for fam, it's going to go down the right. tubes. It's, you know, you know, anything like Trevor. that, you know, you constantly, you have that. And, um, so, but like, it does add, you know, if, if you factor in, you know, like any kind of mental illness, even like with depression, like it adds another yeah. layer to that. And, um, so it was, it was rough to get through, but it was also very cathartic. I loved it from, from, from that aspect of it it was it was super almost therapeutic playing through it um, it's not super long right like it's, it's actually not. really not that long it's 12 hours long. i think yeah. yeah like 10 10 12 hours and so yeah it was it was it was i think the the one like the 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 biggest one of the biggest impact moments was definitely when when i defeated the uh the this well for me it was the second boss it was the the illusion the bird boss. Oh, the bird boss. Yes. Um, just because the from like because you know you're I'm going through the mechanics. You're going through the mechanics of playing, and that one I felt required was a lot more technical from like what you had to do. So, Correct. You know, like yeah. it it was a lot more taxing from a mechanical standpoint. Um, but the just like with every boss fight, like you get so in in engrossed and it, it draws you in. 
that you really feel like, you know, this like that you're engaged in battle. You know, it's a right. And so, like, you know, I, I honestly, when she, you get that moment of catharsis after after she defeats the boss, and you know, she just kind of that that release and that yeah. you know, finally, like, I started to tear up because like it was so, um, it just it just really hit home for a lot of the shit that I was going through at the time and, and really struggling with. And, you know, even just to, to just the representation of, you know, just the oppressive and whatever, but it was just like that really hit home. And so up until that point, I was like, wow, this is really good. But it was sort of at that moment, it went from, this is a really good game, not just a really good 30 or $40 game. Like this is a right. really good game yeah. to, this is really something special on another level. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Because the reason I brought that up, uh, one, because the game's phenomenal. I like to hear people talk about it. But two, you literally asked me, have I ever played that game right as Trevor about started it? Oh, I thought, yeah. that, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, because the game on PC was out for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and it came out on console recently. And I was like, oh, Trevor. And we talked to Alice. And I think Alice is finally the one who pushed him over to to uh, to try finally play it. Yeah. And it is definitely a... It's it, it deserved every reward that it got at last year's uh, Game Awards. It deserved. Yep. Um, it deserves to be played by people who I guess like the, can handle that kind of game because it's just mm -hmm. it's it, it's not so much a scary game as much as it's just a what the hell game. It, it grinds yeah. you down. Even it does. like I, I would think even if you if you you know if there's not any sort of mental illness you don't have anything it is just a constant like grind like mentally right. because you constantly have the the voices you know in your ears um constantly and and sometimes they're helpful and sometimes they will bullshit you to right. you know like oh you're going the wrong way yeah. or you know and so you're never sure whether or not you can believe what they say right. um so and, and once once you get to that point i kind of just try to ignore them you know because yeah. like okay there's not really anything behind me right. or maybe there but then when you try to tune them out and not listen to what they're saying and just kind of like as background noise then it's just like this dull grind and it's just right, constantly, yeah. you know, just, just unrelenting. And so the few moments where she's sort of free of that, you know, where they're not just constantly, you know, chirping in your ear, it's right. It's like, Oh my gosh. And then the minute they come back, you're like, Oh, sweet Jesus. Not again. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's right. But it was so, you know, and going into it, like I said, I, I thought it was a really neat concept of the way that they, you know, had worked with, um, you know, mentally ill people, people that are suffering from psychosis and, mm. you know, through the foundation and different that. Um, also, I'm a big fan of Ninja Theory. I loved, yes. I loved Heavenly yes. Sword. I loved Enslaved. Um, what are you going to do now that uh, Microsoft has uh, taken them? That really hurt my soul. That, that really that Xbox, hurt Riley. my you soul. You got to get that Xbox. I, I, I may have to, you know, that something like that might be a system seller, depending on what they do next, as long as they mm. aren't you know, like completely neutered. If they're if they're left to their own devices and continued, of course, of allowed course. to continue to be Ninja Theory and put out that kind of stuff, I would totally be on board because it was just I don't now if you guys I don't know if you guys are playing it have played it on console or PC. Either uh, I'm doing oh, PC. Oh, what, yeah, I've I've been playing PC. I haven't played on console. Okay, yet. so I started it up on PS4, and I am not. I mean, anybody that knows me, listening to the podcast, I'm not a a. a like I could really give a crap about graphics. It's not whatever. But right. when I started it up on PS4, standard not pro, um, I was absolutely blown away at that moment where it goes from cutscene to you have control of the right. character. 
And, you know, I was just like, wow. And I thought, well, maybe I, you know, I, I'm a con I'm a spoiled console gamer. I always tell people. So I thought maybe I, it's just just me, you know, and my my small worldview kind of because I don't do a lot on PC. But um, Ender's actually came out of his room as I was starting the game, and he stopped and he's like, "Holy crap! Is that gameplay? That looks amazing!" Like yeah. on con and he always gives me crap because you know his games on PC always look so much better. But like he was he was even blown away. At like just how how amazing it was. I mean, obviously, you know, all the motion capture and the emotional Andy circuit, you know, there that's right. all there. But it was I was really blown away from from a graphical standpoint, especially when it was a budget title. Right. It wasn't no. very. It wasn't like announced a lot. There was no real <laughs> commercials for it anywhere. It was a. It was definitely one of those word of mouth games more than anything else. Kind of like. Uh, um, uh, Kingdoms of Amalar, if you guys know what that is, but yeah. it, was, it was kind of the same things where those games that were very word to mouth games, but and some of the not ninety percent of the time those games are the best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, but I, I'm I'm happy you've enjoyed it. I'm happy, and I think everybody listening, if you didn't hear it from the last time we talked about it, it's definitely worth playing. It's a, a fantastic game. Absolutely. I'll uh, I'll finish playing that tomorrow. I I don't know if I'll beat it, but I'll definitely continue it tomorrow. Continuation. For sure. Right. It is. It is. I need super, to get. Good. If I don't get to it before uh, the World of Warcraft expansion comes out, I'm I'm just not touching it again. So yeah. I need to yeah. need to knock it out before that. Uh, that yeah. takes away all my free is, time. Is uh, is Uncharted still your favorite game series? Uncharted, I yeah I would say so. Uncharted and you know Portal honestly is is a Portal super so close, good super close second. So good. Um, it really kind of I I would say that Uncharted's. I probably is Uncharted's probably number one, but I have by far went back and played through the Portal games a lot more than I have the Uncharted games. Um, yeah. So yeah, Unch absolutely. Yeah. I was honestly blown away by the um, what was the the newest the, the Uncharted thing that they they put out game with uh, Chloe and Nadine as the main character. Oh, um, I never played that one. I know what you're talking um, about. I never played it, it. Was, it was originally supposed to be the, the free, the DLC for Uncharted 4, uh, the, the single-player expansion. So if you bought that, or paid for it, you got that for free as a download. Mm. Oh, but, nice. I mean, it's, they also sold it as a standalone. And I was really, really impressed because it was a shorter, more concise story. Um, but I was blown away at how well it worked as a story. It didn't feel like an uncharted spinoff. Oh, okay. um, Chloe and Nadine totally, totally carry their own thing. Never once was like, man, I wish, I wish Nathan was here. Right. Um, it was, it's like I said, it's shorter, it's more concise. So they didn't have, have as much to fill. But I think a lot of times where some of the things, some, sometimes the uncharted series has a tendency to be a bit ham fisted with things of like, Hey, we're uncharted. Remember, this is funny. Do the, <laughs> right. you know, oh, yeah. Which I mean, and a, a lot of media suffers from that. And so I was kind of concerned that that's what this would turn into. That this is, oh look, Chloe. But you know, remember, we're uncharted, and this is funny, and we do this. Yeah. And, um, but there wasn't any of that at all. The pacing was absolutely fantastic. It was. I yeah. highly recommend it. Like for you know, if you're at all, you know, have, obviously fans of Uncharted, but definitely, definitely, it's, it's really, really good. It's yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I'll check that out myself. I, I like the fourth one. I still think the second one was my favorite. I don't yeah. know if anything will ever top Uncharted Two. It was, it was that game was just great. But no, I'll definitely, I'll have to check that out. I didn't know it was that good. So that's yeah, good to really, know. Yeah, really. I was, I was very pleasantly surprised with it. 
I was really just kind of jonesing for some more Uncharted, and I got way more than I than I hoped. So <laughs> right, right, right. Which, uh, by the got, way, speaking yeah. of more Uncharted, have you guys seen the the fan film? The live yes, yeah. and it was amazing. Okay, first of all, you have Nathan <laughs> Fillion in there; it's perfect. It's, just, it's a whole thing in itself. So I'm so happy he was willing to do that because yes, that was I need more. Okay, so I, I had talked to Anders about this after because finally it was uh, I was probably like a week behind before I finally got to watching it and the the one thing that he and i both agreed on the the one thing what would you guys say if there, if there was something that was off about it what would you guys say that it was because he and i agreed on, on when i said it he's like yeah that was if there, there was something there, there was off? one thing that just seemed a little less than perfect you know like like an eight out of ten instead of a ten out of ten solidy no i thought Sully was pretty good um Nathan all that stuff. I can't. What are you, what are you thinking? Because I have. I, I can't. The, think the only thing, and and it wasn't bad. And I, I, it wasn't bad. It was just, and it was a casting choice. I felt like the the casting for Elena was just not okay. She wasn't okay. spot on. Like the Sully guy right. when he first showed up, I'm like, uh, I don't know if he can. And then you know, two lines in, I'm like, all right. And he has a freaking Sully. cigar and the, everything, Elena, right? Elena, there was just a little bit of, of discordance there that okay. didn't didn't quite click with me. I mean, she did fine, but that was that was definitely fan film. I wouldn't Elena. let it ruin the movie for me, right? No, no. But <laughs> like any any everybody else, I think every other and good God, the guy that they they cast to play the the main bad guy, he was I he was in um, Banshee, which was a fantastic oh. show, and he, he that I love him to death. He's a fantastic actor. Um, but I, I just felt like everybody on there that could easily translate to, you know, that was big screen bad guy. That you, Nathan Fillion, definitely big screen Drake. Right. The only one is like, Elena felt like fan film Elena. She didn't feel right. like big screen Elena. Which, and that's the sure. thing. They called it a fan film, and I was surprised because, like, for it being a fan film, they had some pretty big people in there. And, like, yeah. I wonder if there's, like, a message there. I wonder if they're trying to say, hey, look, we can do an Uncharted movie with or without the help of any big producer out there. Yeah. So... I would say it definitely like went off better than without David O. Russell. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Directing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Uh, Trevor, do you have any questions? Last last moment questions for Mr. Riley at all? I don't think so. I think we covered. I think we covered quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, well, I mean, it's been we've been this has been about an hour and a half. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's a good place to kind of wrap things up here. Uh, Riley, as always, great talking with you. Thank you, firstly, for being on the show, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll have you back. I want to get you to one of our lovely Columbus events with you and Enders and whoever wants to come, because yeah. I think you guys would have a lot of fun, and we'd have a lot of fun having you guys there. Yeah, um, absolutely. Thank you, guys out there who are watching uh, live on Twitch, and we'll get this up on all our standard places, which is what, Trevor? This YouTube... Uh, yeah, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever it is now. Google Podcasts. <laughs> Google Podcasts, because um, they like to check yeah, it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then um, make sure you follow Average Geeks on, uh, on Twitch. For sure. If you yeah, haven't already. It's, it's a bit uh, of a wasteland now, but we are, we are, we've got things <laughs> cooking. I was actually talking with Megan before, before we came on here. So we've, we're still alive. <laughs> They're there. It's not going to die. It might no. be gone for, for a little bit, but it'll always come back. Riley will keep that going. Yeah, um, right. absolutely. So, yeah, definitely check them out because they're a lot of fun. Riley's a good time. I'm sure we'll do something with you 
on our podcast or on a game because I still want to co-op stuff. There's plenty oh, yeah. of those co-op games. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Right. Um, oh, quick. Hi hi yeah. in the chat to, to, to Josh and Amari, two people I oh, recognize uh. from, <laughs> from my chat too. Um, but, uh, oh, and Enders. I, I see him in chat too. <laughs> I can, I can just throw him. something and probably hit him from here. So, <laughs> so um, but yeah, awesome. thanks for having me on, guys. This has been a no lot of problem, fun. Definitely man. want to Thanks. do it again. Definitely yeah, it have definitely to do some some more some more co-streaming and oh for sure. And yeah, we honestly we should run through a way out again and just switch characters. And so. see, yeah, this time I'll win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thanks guys for tuning in. Hopefully, you guys have a great night. Thanks for everybody listening wherever you're listening to. You guys have a good one. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Guys. Thanks for listening to FamCast. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash forallmanakind. You can also find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and Spotify, so make sure you follow us there to keep up with the latest episodes.